Yo, this is Jason 3D. This is Jason V. You're listening to the fucking dummy room. This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. Hey everybody, you're in the dummy room. I'm Jody Havnot, joined as always by Mr. Nate Dibble. Hey man, happy birthday, dude. Yeah, it's our birthday. What do you think of that? I think it's kind of unbelievable that we've <laughs> been around for a whole year now. Unbelievable. 55 episodes, um, a Ramones episode, and a deleted Fat Mike episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, um, we started the show just about a year ago, and I thought we would uh, kind of get together and talk about all the cool punk stuff we listen to for a few episodes, and we'd, uh, you know, we'd get a couple cool guests, you know, um, you know, like friends of mine and yours, and and we'd be done. That's what I thought. <laughs> and we're still going, man. And we've gotten uh, we've gotten a few guests. Yeah, dude. I actually have a, a list of all the guests <laughs> we've had in our rookie year, and it's pretty impressive, dude, for a show that you know just came out of the fucking woodwork out of nowhere. Who you got? I I can remember most of them, but I I, I know there's a bunch that Check I forgot. Check this list out so when you hear it, just as a list. And so thanks to all these people that were guests in our rookie year. We have Ben Weasel, Dan Vapid, Dan Panic, Black Dahlia, B-Face, the Beatnik Termites, Jay Prozac, Cliffy Huntington, Mike Byrne, Jeff Palmer, <laughs> Greg Norton, uh, Franz, how do you say Franz's last name? Barcella. Hope yeah. I'm not butchering that for you, Franz. Thanks for coming on, man. We got to thank Nick Rorick, Haley Crusher, Phil McCracken. Sonny Pooney. <laughs> Sean, what's Sean's last name? Leffler. Leffler. Thanks for coming on, Sean. Wayne Griffith, Jason V, Jason 3D, Grim Deeds, Eddie Cobain, Kelsey Boyer, Eerie fucking Vaughn, Ian Hernandez, <laughs> Jonathan Bell, the alien, Rookie Rochelle, Justin Perkins, Darren Chuker from TBR, and John Prophet Jr. And we just are getting ready to talk to B-Face for the second time. <laughs> Yeah, so as far as I'm concerned, that, that is a killer rookie year. <laughs> yeah, wow, man. We've gotten really lucky and had a lot of cool guests, man, for being yeah. our first year. Totally unestablished yeah. show, you know? Yeah, we've had some help, you know, so appreciate that with getting guests, uh, Kelsey, on that one. Oh, yeah. Um, and Haley on that one. Yeah, 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 Haley was involved, too. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, um, so anyone who's ever been on the show, thanks so much for you know coming on and talking this <laughs> shit with me and Nate. We do appreciate it. So I'm gonna put you on the hot seat, man. Who was your favorite guest so far? Like who is who is a guest that was like you were kind of surprised were uh, not that they weren't cool, but surprised that it went really well. Well, I've you know enjoyed talking to every single person we've had on the show. But I was totally surprised that we actually got Ben to come on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, of course, that's a little surprising. Yeah, I mean, because we used to just bullshit each other talking about how cool would it be <laughs> if Ben Weasel came on and talked some shit with us. 
and then it happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then it happened. And for episode 27, too. So Yeah, it all worked out. And that yeah. was probably the most surprising. But, you know, I really had a lot of fun talking to the Jasons, man. Those guys are really fucking funny, you know? Yeah. And uh, I, I knew it would be, though, so I can't say it was a surprise. You know what I mean? Like, everyone we've had, I knew it would be cool, and it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think... You know, one of my favorites, I think, has been, uh, was, B-Face was cool. I mean, it was cool having, like, you know, obviously Panic and Vapid on and stuff, but I really enjoyed uh, Jeff Palmer, dude, because yeah. he's just like us. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, just kind of nerding out on this music, so. We've been really lucky, dude. We've had a lot of cool guests. Yeah. Hopefully our year two will live up to that first rookie <laughs> year. Jeez. Uh be tough man but um how many album like classic album things did we do i remember masked intruder and we did um riverdale's first riverdale's album. yep riverdale's mass intruder we did my brain hurts we did my brain hurts and is and there's one more at least i know and i can't i can't think of it ergs oh yeah we did ergs we did short rock yeah yep. that's right i think that's all we've done yeah, so that's another so, avenue we we got to get back on those, man. Those are fun. Yeah, yeah, they're fun to do. So we are doing one tonight, full disclosure. We're going to do one with B-Face about the muffs here in a little while. Yeah, it's a birthday, so we're going to do um, happy birthday to me or to us. And, um, I, you know, honestly, it's not my favorite muffs record, and I don't think it ever was, but it is a fucking great record. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I think we should definitely, um, the next year, I think we should um turn turn a few more of those out yeah i think so too because there's so many i want to do yeah that's (laughs) like like an endless well for us yeah what's cool is we don't always have to do the most classic one first like we're gonna do this muffs things (laughs) later and it's not even their greatest record it's probably their third best record yeah i mean that's still heads and shoulders above a lot of other bands out there you know yeah it's it's a band that i can't i mean it sounds so stupid talking about the muffs because you could just talk all night and you just say the same thing about the muffs is how great Kim is. Yeah. You know, because that's really where it is. I mean, her voice and her songwriting is, is that band. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want, I wouldn't want them to replace the, the guys in the band. No. Cause I think they're, they're huge, you know? Um, you know, Roy's drumming is, he's a beast, you know? Yeah. Um, but when it, you know, it's, you know, it's all her. <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah. Yeah. So, like, she could go on without them if she had to, but you couldn't go yeah. on without her. You know what I mean? Oh no, yeah. There's no replacing her. No. So that'll be pretty fun. We may be in dangerous territory of one of those reviews, like we're on the ergs, where we're just like, "Yep, fucking rules." Next. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but Sean didn't like some of that. If you remember yeah. right, he was like, he didn't like the songs we like, but he liked the songs we didn't. Yeah. Like those. <laughs> which is funny um sean wrote me earlier today and out of nowhere i don't know where it came up but he said um he couldn't believe that i liked madonna more than cindy lopper hmm. <laughs> so it kind of started a little bit of a back and forth thing so and of I course like madonna better too i said madonna had um like six great songs <laughs> and cindy <laughs> lopper didn't you know Ah, uh, she she had some good ones, but she wasn't as hot. <laughs> Dude, we're the same guy. Um, so he <laughs> he sent me the list of the songs, the 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 Lopper songs, you know. Okay. And he sends me um. What's he got? 
he sends me in order. Um, he's, he writes, girls just want to have fun time after time. She bop money changes everything mm. and true colors. So in my true fashion, I write back, I rank them, you know, I put them in order, Yeah. <laughs> you know, time after time, money changes everything. True colors. Girls just want to have fun. And she bop. <laughs> and, um, he of course tells me he wasn't going in order, but that's what I do now. Everything. <laughs> I seem to rank everything now, you know, Yeah. <laughs> because of this show. But then, yeah, I wrote after that. Madonna was hotter. That was just the <laughs> nail in the coffin there. He didn't have the one that's like uh, on through the night. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah dude, that's she's that's another one. That's probably that's one of the better. That's better than that girl's song or she bop. I do enjoy that. Money changes everything. I didn't think yeah, you'd have that she, one. That's a fucking burner. And the, yeah, she's got that. She hits that note in that fucker for like three minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like Jesus. How does she do that? But what about her cover of Prince? Uh, when you were mine, it's pretty mm, good. I don't know that. I don't know if I know that. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I'm not huge on on that stuff, you know. Yeah, I hear you. I'm a bit of a Prince geek. I can't help it. Like, I know that. Yeah, I like Purple Rain, dude. Yeah, Purple Rain, one of the classics of all time. <laughs> we're gonna do that album in our series at some point. Yeah, we could do that. I'd be Turn up for that. Turn off all the. Uh, punkers would be like it's not punk dude it's prince he's didn't his we, own thing didn't we do oh we did a go-go show with Haley. that's what it was yeah that was cool. that was fun man that was really fun dude it's kind of yeah, fun to break out of just the typical art bubble stuff you know because i love all that was... 80s shit love it yeah 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 man so yeah happy birthday we're we're falling off the rails a bit <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's it's been fun. You know, we've talked every once a week for the last year. At least once a week. At sometimes least, twice. Yeah. yeah, you deleted a couple episodes, too. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah um, pretty cool, man. You know, that we just decided to do this, and now we have something that we do. You know, it's pretty fun. I look forward to it every week, you know. Yeah, and since it's our birthday episode, we can do what we want to do. So, we got to mention the weather. Dummy Room Weather, brought to you this week by Hot Products, makers of the sweet and sour rainbow gummy cock pop. But let's not forget the vibrating freshman fuckhole masturbator or the sultry vibro pussy. Get yours today! You're having pretty bad weather tonight. Dude. Tornadoes and shit. It's pretty much... uh calm down now but yeah we had like a for real tornado warning not like one of their like you know tornado watch it was a straight warning where your phone's going off and it's like emergency <laughs> services saying take cover you know so i went outside i was like it doesn't seem that bad to me you know so i went out there and then all of a sudden it like got super black and like wind was kicking <laughs> up dust and shit and i was like holy shit maybe we should go to the basement <laughs> you know <laughs> So we did, and uh, everything was fine. But, like, you know, just blew a bunch of limbs around and stuff like that. My cat got out in it. It got fucking soaked. (laughs) He looked all sad and dejected. I fucking tried to tell him. He didn't listen. (laughs) So, yeah, man, dummy room, one whole year. Hopefully many more to come, dude, you know. This has been really fun. Look forward to it, and uh, thanks anyone who's listened to our dumbasses for a year now. Yeah, unbelievable, huh? I always, um, there's been people that have said they've listened to every single one, so wow. 
sorry and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say same thing, man. Um, some of these episodes, you know, we've done one every week, but uh, it's been hard some weeks, you know, with our scheduling and shit. Yeah, um, somehow just to, we managed to make it at work. It's a little bit more of a stretch for you because you work nights. Yeah. You know, it's harder for you. So I appreciate it, man. It's been awesome. Hey, man, I appreciate you too, brother. Group hug. Uh, group hug. Group hug. <laughs> yeah, man. Dummy room. We're like a little family over here now. got a bunch of stickers and shit in too so um by the time this is on um they should be posted either on our site or the hey pizza record site cool yeah so yeah just be cheap get some stickers buttons and if you put some stickers on a cop car or something or something take a picture and send it to us yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah man and pick up a t-shirt too still got a bunch of those left um of course, B-Face designed one. I've got a few of those left. Uh, if you want one, buy one, please. And B-Face is going to be on here soon. Yeah, so before we get into B-Face, just one more time. Thanks, everyone, who's listened to us over this first rookie year of ours. We, you guys have made it really fun for Nate and I to do this. We really do appreciate it. And stay tuned. You know, We're going to just keep doing our thing. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into B-Face, huh? Yeah, we're going to talk about the muffs with B-Face. Check it out. Coming up next, we got a guest. We got a guest. Coming up next. Coming up next. We got a guest. We got a guest. Coming up next. All right, we're here with B-Face. How's it going, dude? Good, man. Hey, B-Face. Welcome back. What's up? Hey, Thank we were you. We were just kind of talking about this quick, but your, your new hobby of taking pictures of things on the ground and then comparing them. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it, it, it's hilarious. But um, you had the David Lee Roth one, right? David, it's a leaf. It looks like David Lee Roth. And when I first saw it, I thought David Leaf Roth. Yeah, yeah. I actually said that. In, it's in the oh really caption. Yeah, it's way at the bottom though. That's great. But yeah, no, I like yeah. It. It's, a, it's it's I, funny as hell. I have a bunch more, but I don't know if they'll ever see light of day. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me, man. It's great. <laughs> last time you were here um you had just kind of gotten back from playing some shows or playing a show with uh with with Cappy. i think you played with uh shona knife yeah right right yep and now this time you pretty much just got back from doing some stuff with Cappy again yeah i think the last time was not quite a year oh god maybe uh, last fall maybe i don't know yeah seven months ago or so yeah, um, this time, actually, yeah, this is the, that was the last time I did something with him, and then there was just this time, I went out, and uh, this cat, the Cattle Club was a club out in Sacramento that had been around for, I, I want to say it started in the 80s, um, actually, yeah, no, because it was the th 30th year anniversary, they were celebrating the 30 years of that, and then Kepi thought it'd be a great idea, because it was also 30 years ago that he released uh, Appetite for Adrenochrome. 
So he wanted to play that record, so he combined the two. It was cool. That's cool. 30 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> so I was thinking, um, you guys should take that art show on the road a little bit. Yeah, uh, we're gonna do another one. We were just talking not even an hour ago about doing another one, um, but it wouldn't be a, a traveling thing. It would be another one at the the Riving Loom, which is out in uh, Sacramento. Out there. Yeah. Um. I don't. You know. I don't know if. How would you? I don't know if you can travel. I guess you can travel with an art show, but not. I'd rather be playing, you know, if I'm going to travel. Well, I was thinking art show slash uh, Groovy Ghoulies. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think the Ghoulies would, the Groovy Ghoulies would do it. Would get I know. Them. I'm not sure, but uh, I think. Um, mopes. Do I don't mopes. know. I have no plans. Mopes. <laughs> Always pushing for the mopes around here, man.
Oh yeah, I I I keep trying to. Well, I don't keep trying, but I keep wanting to mention to those guys we should do something. But you know, everyone's kind of off in their own world. Yeah. Never say never, man. You know, it'll happen someday. I hope so. I really do. Yeah, me too. So, uh, you made us the awesome art for our t-shirts. So thanks, B-Face. That's fucking awesome. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People seem to really dig it, man. Oh, and thanks for sending one too. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little slow on that. Sorry about that. No, dude, there's no rush at all. I mean, shit. I, I'm just, I'm happy to, basically, I, I started trying to get one copy of everything I've done. So, I mean, I can wait forever. I just, I'm happy to get it. So. It's really cool. cool. I have like a tub that I keep all my shit in that I've done. Yeah. Or is it at the bottom? <laughs> no, they're all side by side. <laughs> everything equal. I use you guys to, you know, mop stuff up around the house. Yeah. Dish cool. rag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it works. It's good. <laughs> so um, tonight is kind of our um, birthday episode. Nice. Yeah. How old are you? Uh, one. We're 12 months. <laughs> How many episodes is that? 55. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Uh, 55 episodes, two mini-sodes. Yeah. Wow. Well, fuck yeah, dude. Here's the 55 more. Here, here. <laughs> we'll do another one next year. Oh, yeah, totally, dude. Every year. Yeah, so I thought um, we were kind of planning this for for a few weeks now, the birthday show or whatever, and I thought, just hit me one night. Let's do, um, let's talk about the Muffs. Let's talk about happy birthday to me. Nice. Kind of do a little look back, and I thought, we got to have a guest, and you were the first person I thought of, and I asked, and you accepted, so... Yeah, well, I, fuck, dude. I, I'm happy to do it, but I also—I mean, I love the record too. So it kind of—it—it kind of has a special place for me because it was—it uh, was probably '97 when it came out, but I think they were recording it in '96, and uh, I was in the queers and we went and visited them. Well, me and Hugh did, and uh, at the studio when they were making it. And then the next time I saw them, I was in the Ghoulies, and they were touring on that album. So it came out like in in the interim. Yeah, and so. Um, that was like it was the Groovy Ghoulies, Chicks Dig It, and the Muffs, and they were doing um, most of the stuff off that album. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they played every song, but it was a lot of it. I remember when I went back and listened to the record. I remember hearing it live, and it was pretty cool. What a fucking tour! Totally, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was crazy. It was it was like a frig- it was one big party. I, I actually only was there for half the tour. They picked me up in Boston, and we went just headed west, and it was just nuts. Like I was. Like I said, I was talking to Kepi earlier, and we were. Um, I said I was going to be doing this with you guys, and he, and we we're just thinking back about it, like you know, different shit that crazy shit that happened. It was just one big party. It really was. It was. It was awesome. Yeah, I was wondering if you had any crazy stories, especially concerning Kim or anything. You know, um, not really. I mean, with Kim, they're all. I mean, they're just the nicest fucking people. That they never. It was like a party, but it was like sort of a slow burning party. Like it was never, it wasn't like fucking Molly Crew on the road or anything like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> weren't snorting up ants or anything. <laughs> no, no Aussie moments. <laughs> right. But uh, no, there was just, you know, fun little things. Like we played in, um, uh, where was it? Cleveland, I guess, the Agora Ballroom where they like Spinal Tap filmed that scene where they got lost. <laughs> Rock and roll! Rock and roll! Let's get it! Let's get it! Hello, Cleveland! Hello, Cleveland! Let's get it! 
made a long time. So the people gave us a tour, and and then like at the end of the tour, we we um, played in San Diego, and you know, again, nothing crazy, but the the Ghoulies recorded a live track on the the very last um, show of that tour. So it's just a, basically lots of good memories. It's awesome. Just all, and the chicks dig it. I mean, the, all the every single person on that tour was like fucking awesome. So it was just like constantly laugh we were laughing uh with kepi about like in the chicago show it was we had to get out of there because i think it was corrosion of conformity was doing a show after us (laughs) and so we were we were laughing about how so it was the muffs chicks dig it um corrosion of conformity i think the methadones were on that show too and we're all backstage and everyone you could you know just laughing and just goofing around and being stupid and then like 20 to 30 minutes later they were clearing us out and the, all the metal bands were coming in and the whole like vibe of backstage was just all just sullen and morose and all these dudes walking around you know badass <laughs> and it was like holy shit dude i would what a way to live i would never want to fucking do that shit <laughs> yeah like music is supposed to be about fun you know what i mean yeah i mean i i guess i'm sure they have fun and in, in you know in their own way I, I don't know who knows maybe they were just putting on a show to get the the punks out of the place who knows (laughs) so who headlined on that tour i saw it and i i want to say chicks dig it did no it was the The show i saw was it the muffs yeah it was definitely the muffs Um, damn i think the ghoulies did a a a couple other things with chicks dig it though when maybe chicks dig it um headlined but it was definitely the muffs tour yeah okay you played with the muffs of the queers too though before that right Mm mm-hmm yeah, on the album before uh, birthday or happy birthday to me, it was blonder and blonder. blonder, and blonder mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little crazier than the. Uh, there was a, some stuff like Kim got arrested on that tour, and uh, a couple <laughs> things happened. You know, wow. it was a little little nuttier. Little, What'd she get arrested for? Uh, she had. Um, we were in Alabama, and she had. We're everyone's in the same hotel, and she got mad at her TV and threw it out the hotel room, and. Uh, I don't know. Maybe that. I guess in Alabama they don't they don't let you get away with that. Nah, man, they're at war with women down there, dude. It's crazy. That's a Molly oh. Crew fucking moment there. Yeah, total <laughs> LA. Yeah, <laughs> that's more but, like the who. Fuck Molly Crew. Yeah, I mean that kind of sucked because it was you know she got arrested that which totally fucking bites. It's like come on, man, just charge her for it or something. Right. Don't fucking call the cops. That's just bullshit. Well, I I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they have the policy. I don't know. I don't know. It wouldn't whatever. have happened to like Nikki Six. They would have just you know no big deal. It's Motley Crue or whatever. Yeah, they they probably be afraid to call the cops. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but the punk rock band that they probably never heard of. You know what I mean? Fuck them. Call the yeah. cops. Yeah. I mean, they might not have even known we were a bands. You know. I mean. Yeah. There was one time, actually it was on that tour, we were all in Santa Barbara, all in this, oh, it was the Stones, I think the Rolling Stones were launching their Bridges to Babylon tour, and everyone kind of piled into a uh, hotel room to watch it, because we had the, the afternoon off, and and like the manager comes, we had the door open, and they didn't know, not only did they not know we were bands, they thought, they came to the door and said, is there an adult here? Because <laughs> they thought we were all—it's like the muffs and chicks dig it and fucking the ghoulies. Every one of us is at least in our mid twenties, right? And um, <laughs> so yeah, who knows? That's great. 
Is there an adult here? <laughs> yeah, wow. like twenty hands went up, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least they didn't think you were old. No, that's nowadays. That's okay though. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Right on. So should we get into the record? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, now from Los Angeles, California, please welcome the cutting edge of rock and roll, the Muffs. This was, uh, I guess they produced it themselves, right? Uh, did you, well, did you know that? I, I, no, I don't think so. They, when I went and saw them, they were recording it in a pretty famous studio in, in LA. Um, I think it was called Ocean Way, but I know it started out as, a. Uh, united i think is where it's where like uh, sinatra did a bunch of his stuff and um phil specter oh beach boys did pet sounds there it's a pretty well-known place um and i so I'm, i know that there was engineers there i don't know if they produced it or not they i might thought have. they i thought they produced it themselves and i thought i read that kim had actually done the vocals at her house Really? Uh, I yeah, that might be. I don't remember that. They they might have produced it themselves. Yeah, I don't know about the vocals though. I mean, they were. I don't I thought, rem- even remember what they were doing when we showed up. I think I read that, so I'm not sure. Maybe it's maybe I'm wrong, but. No, well, that could be. I mean, I didn't do any homework on it. So. Yeah, me either. <laughs> Shit. To me, man, just listening to it this afternoon, I forgot like the production on that buries the first two records. You know what I mean? To me, it sounds like they might have had a producer. Yeah, I don't. I really don't know. Um, but I, I fucking love the production on yeah, it. Yeah, it sounds great. It's mm-hmm. yeah, and it's a little more like I think on on the first album, it sounded a little unsteady. Like from song to song, it changed a lot. This one seems pretty pretty solid. Totally. <laughs> This record sounds like they just got in a room and played it live straight through. Yeah, it's me, definitely, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they did, but I mean, it was definitely, there's a lot of energy. It's it's awesome. I love it. Guitars are much thicker, too, which is always good. Yep. Some of my favorite leads that she's ever done are on this album. Me, too. I think it's awesome. She's like channeling Harrison on a couple of cuts, man. It's awesome. <laughs> Big time. Big time. There's like one is really melodic, and then an, and, and, and another one is just like totally raunchy and but like really simple yeah it's just fucking great what is do you guys know what what instrument is on that solo for crush me dude is that like a mellow yeah. what the hell is that oh that keyboard is it just a regular old keyboard yeah i don't know maybe it is a mellotron i don't know really it, cool whatever it is yeah i'm not really up on my keyboards but it's, yeah yeah it sounds cool <laughs> i don't know what it is if it's like a vox or a farfisa i can tell but aside from that I'm, i don't know <laughs> right it just sounds like so, an old, like you know, like Beatles style key sound to me. Like, yeah, uh, well, I know they're huge into the Beatles, yeah. so it could be something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think that was before there was all these like really good imitations, you know, and plugins and shit. So it might be like an old yeah. Mellotron or something. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. Yeah, I don't even know if they had that that plugin shit back then. I don't think so. Yeah. This is like over 20 years ago, right? Uh, 97, 97, so right, yeah. 22 years. That's crazy. When um, when this record came out, I had to drive to Madison, which is like two hours south, just to get it because my town wouldn't have it, you know? And I, I left the store, I left it, I got the CD and I put it in my car and I started driving and 
Crush Me comes on, and it's like the ultimate opening song. <laughs> totally. And it's just like, yes, you know, it was, it's such a fucking kick-ass song. It's the rocker, right? It's the total beater on this record. One of them, for sure. There's another one called Nothing, which is great because it's like a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty pretty fast. But no, I agree with you. As far as like opening track, it just kicks right in. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And whatever that whatever that instrument is, that keyboard thing or whatever, it's just... Yep. It's, uh, that's sort of, <laughs> you know, like kind of takes you by surprise, you know? Musically, the muffs usually are fairly predictable, you know? Right. It's pretty simple stuff, but they throw that at you. It's like, whoa, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm used to it now, but I mean, like, when I first heard it, I remember thinking, whoa. So they got a... I thought they might have <laughs> even had a keyboard player, but they didn't. It was just for that. Hey, B-Face, this is totally off the subject, but uh, when you guys did the Muffs cover, was that before or after you guys had toured with them? Uh, that was after. Okay. A few years after, I think. Because that was on... That was during the same sessions as Don't Back Down. I think we toured with them in, like, 94. Oh, okay. Bubblegum Dreams was that? Yeah, yeah, it was the Bubblegum. Right, Dreams, yeah, same, inch. same, same session. Yeah, different, yeah. different release. So yeah. were the Muffs pretty influential on Joe's writing at the time? You think? Yeah, there was a their first album. I had had like it. I first got their um, their first seven inch was Guilty, and so that was the first time I heard from them. I remember playing that for Joe, and he just thought it was okay. And I I th- I was fu- I thought I was holding a fucking gem, and <laughs> and then they were on a Trogs tribute, and I loved that track. And I remember playing that because Joe used to come over and we just drink beer and listen to tunes, and he liked that more. But he he Joe also loved the Trogs, but then when the fucking self titled came out, he just spun the shit out of it like nonstop. He fucking <laughs> loved it. He was always and, giving the Muffs props. Every time you'd see him in any kind of interview, he'd always mention the Muffs back then. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's great. Oh, we fucking loved him. And, and I, I don't know how much she influenced his songwriting, but, I mean, he's 
definitely a fan. That's cool. I always thought the cover of uh, "End It All" was fucking great. Yeah, I actually I like theirs better, but I mean we de- <laughs> we did our best. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The cover sounds it's not, they, you guys made it sound like a queer song yeah yeah it's teen, it's a it's, little different it's because you don't have kim there i mean if she's not singing it it's suddenly right. you know right not as good yeah i, I agree <laughs> i mean i was i agree it, it was uh you know i was okay with it but it was just like when you i would when we recorded i went back like a few months later and i listened to their version again it was like oh what what, what were we thinking you know <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with our version, but her, it's, yeah, it's her song, definitely. Right. Yeah, they're both great in my book. So anyway, sorry to get us off track. I was just curious yeah. about that. So uh, up next, we had uh, That Awful Man. Let me, uh, shit, I misplaced my CD. Starts out with the um, the, the cool drum fills. Yeah. You know? Right, yep, yep, yep. Right into it. Yep. Total rocker. It's kind of, um, you know, kind of kind of like an exercise song you know makes you want to jump up and down yeah if i exercise yeah <laughs> right well i don't exercise either i'm just saying it makes you want to <laughs> right <laughs> exactly yeah no, that's a good one too yeah i like that one i think the, the next track's probably my favorite on the whole fucking thing though man that fucking honeymoon that's the shit oh yeah definitely 
Yeah, totally. They when they play that a lot too. That was that was oh, so good. Yeah, that one's just that's probably my if I had to pick like the hit. That's the hit for me. Yeah, you can probably guess that that's my favorite song too. Yeah, <laughs> but um, it's it, it's just her voice. You know, she's she kind of goes all over on that song. Real sweet to the raspy to the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's she's it's a good, good one. At that. Yeah, she's definitely got one of the greatest screams in the biz, you know. Greatest voice, I think, just yeah. all around. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like how she, she laid off the screaming quite a bit for this record, you know? So yeah, it's you know, not overdone. when Blonde and Blonder came out, they were... Oh, I'm sorry, did I just interrupt someone? No, you're good. No, you're good. Oh, I remember someone saying they didn't like the record because all she did was scream through it, and I'm like, you go back... I mean, she does do a lot of that, but that <laughs> fucking record is so solid if you can get yeah. turned off by something like that you're missing out totally this one changed there was a little different i mean it seemed a little almost mellower just the overall i mean it rocks but it's not mellower but like yeah i don't know what term i'm looking for i hate using terms like right you know the band is maturing and stuff like that <laughs> kind of more of a downer album you know it's very gloomy yeah it's got a different vibe. <laughs> lyrically like, it's yeah. gloomy yeah, yeah. But I mean, darker. it rocks. I mean, there's like we we're saying earlier. There's some that are just totally fucking all-out rockers. So yeah. yeah, I think it's a solid record. You know, at the time I didn't like it as much as like the first two, but man, today I listened to it, and I haven't listened to it in quite a while, and I was just like, "Holy shit, dude!" I forgot. Yeah, I didn't really re- remember this being that fucking great. <laughs> I was like, "Damn!" I listened to it three yeah, times I in had, a row. It was a delayed reaction for me. It's like I, I liked it. And then probably second or third time around, I fucking loved it. I was just like, 
you know, sometimes you like something like right off the bat, yeah. and other times it takes a little time to kind of work on you. That's yeah. what happened with me. Right on. Um, I was telling Jody before that I I've never really stopped listening to the Muffs. You know, they're they're yes. on rotation all the time. But um, the last week, I bet I've listened to this fifteen times at least. Wow. Yeah, I can't go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sick of it, man. I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So what's next? Up next, uh, All, Blue, All Baby? Blue Baby. That one is, that might be one of the ones that I think had the the awesome lead in it. I'll have to go back to it listen does. to it. But I, it actually does, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, there's some, I remember that really loving the lead in that one. Yeah. She could really, like, her leads are very like melodic in like a interesting way it's not just like some blues noodles you know right yeah totally really cool like she it seems like she would would have to sit down and actually really think them out you know but maybe not maybe yes. it's just like natural like but. this solo like some of her solos are kind of like non-solo solos you know yeah they're not yeah like you're saying they're not noodly or anything but um this song's kind of got a swing feel to it yeah you know what i mean the all baby blue or all blue yeah. baby i'm sorry all, all blue baby yeah it's a great song man the chorus it's got the uh i love the ooze you know yeah Ooh, i'm all blue baby you know yeah <laughs> that's one thing about awesome. this whole album man all the background vocals and harmonies are fucking dead on perfect you know what i mean yeah totally yep it's awesome what about is it all okay you guys dig that one it's one of my favorites y- you missed one yeah. Oh shit! I, what did I skip? My crazy afternoon. My crazy afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's a crazy um, song too. She totally the way she like words like phrases it. I guess her her emphasis on the like in the in each verse on certain yeah. words are it's just insane. Yeah, and I wonder. I've often wondered. I bet that's it's called my crazy afternoon. I'm sure she's just trying to give you kind of an uneasy feel, you know. And it works. It's awesome. Yeah, it totally it, works. If you read the lyrics along with her, um, it's crazy how she's what she's saying does not sound like what she's actually saying. You know, like the, her, the opening line is "some afternoon tea." It doesn't sound like that at all. Yeah, is are, are there lyrics? Are they in? Do they come with that? Because I don't remember that. Um, I don't oh, you know. Can find them online, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, the opening lyrics, it's like, is what is she saying, you know? And once you read it, like, oh, okay. Yeah, no I, idea. Thought, I didn't know what she was saying when I first heard that song. Um, the chorus is like, you're not well-read and you're already dead or something. It's just f- totally didn't, I didn't understand it when I first heard it. Yeah, it's, she says, and I will read my mind instead, and I could tell you that you are very dead. Oh, okay. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Maybe yeah. that's just what I heard. Right. It's a good song. It's a great song. Yeah. One of my favorites on the record, actually. Yeah. Um, just that little. I don't know. Just the guitar work in it. I know it's it's just not. It's kind of rock and rolly feely, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's just not fucking power chords. No, it's got a good rip. Like she does a cool guitar, uh, little repetitive thing on there. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's the thing I always love the most about the Muffs is they're not just playing the root and the fifth, you know, like two notes on a guitar. She's actually playing minor chords. There's a minor totally. seven on uh what the fuck? I was thinking about it earlier when I was listening to it. It's not just some one and a five, you know what I mean? 
No, she's she's the real deal. Like as far as you know, doing, going above and beyond. Yeah, like you can just, tell she like knows how to play some Beatles songs. You know what I mean? Oh, totally, totally. Yeah, That's where you yeah, learn yeah. those chords. So. Yeah, it's funny when when you if you there was one time the Muffs came on and I, uh, well, it wasn't the Beatles, but I thought it was the Who. When it could, they definitely they got that that they're influenced by that a lot of the those British bands definitely. It's cool. You can just hear it. Yeah. I mean, that was probably Roy, actually, who made me think, because the way he plays reminds me of the Who. But, uh, yeah, I actually... And pro, and also, I, I remember her playing a high-watt, and I think that's what Pete Townsend played. Totally. So maybe it was just the same sound or something, but I remember I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is the Who. This is great. And then she started singing. I was like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get into Red Cross, too, B-Face? Yeah, I really liked... Um, the EP with a, a cover band and SNM party and um, oh man that's awesome dude that's the old school shit when they still spelled it with a C super cool yes one of my friends my he's actually my brother-in-law I was in the Tunnel Rats with him he's a he's like the biggest Red Cross fan in the world so when he he met Roy he was just you know blah 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 talked his ear off like all night <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's cool because he neurotic I think is his favorite yeah um album of all time and so he just wanted to meet the guy who was on it yeah that's pretty cool yeah they got a new record coming out this year supposedly coming up in the summer red cross does yeah i'm Good excited fuck. the last one was fucking great it was called uh, researching the blues it's really good they're awesome because they always kind of did their own thing no matter what yeah i mean they, they totally there's no one like them you know they just uh, stand out yeah they were great and yeah. they, they've made such a huge progression as a band. Like when you listen to that Born Innocent stuff compared yes, to like right, what they right. do these days, you know, it's pretty yes, crazy. Totally. But anyways, man, <clears throat> to get us off track again, but yeah, us, it had to be, it's just, just happens. Anyways, where were we, Nate? Sorry, dude. I'm all over the place tonight. It's Sarah. raining. I had a tornado warning earlier. We had to go to the basement. Shit's all crazy. Oh, man. Jesus. <laughs> um, is it all Okay. It is. Uh, that's a good one. See, this I knew this is my my input's just gonna be like, yeah, that's a good song. Yeah, that's what I, I've been thinking that the whole time. We're just gonna keep saying, man, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Yeah. It's fucking great. Yep. But it really yep. is, you know. Yep.
it all okay that was probably one of my favorites on the record i love that song yeah there's um i don't really have any that aren't favorites yeah <laughs> it's like 13 <laughs> favorites <laughs> um this song has the cool um ooze in it too kind of the background oh, yeah the background's on this um, one Real. it's great you know it's i don't know that's all I can say about it. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely Muffs, you know. I mean, they have a sound. Absolutely. You know, they've been, uh, um, they have the luxury of making the same album three times in a row. <laughs> but yeah, but. If it ever gets old, it's always like this, you know what I mean? It's just like, fuck yeah, this is perfect, you know? Yeah, there's a common thread, which, you know, it's them, but there there are differences, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they don't really. I don't think they ever really tried to stick to a formula or anything. They just did what they did. I think there's, there's there seems to be kind of a formula, you know. I mean, you can yeah. definitely tell it's whether it's it's like "Crush Me" or this song. They're way different, but you can just tell right away that it's the Muffs. Yeah, no, definitely. obviously when she sings, you can fucking tell right, who it say. is. But right, you know, nobody nobody sings like her. So yeah, um, but no, they have a sound. You know, it's like. Like it maybe it's Roy just beating the fuck out of the drums. I don't know, but they definitely have a sound. But it, I don't think they try and confine themselves. Like some bands, like especially in in, I've noticed in pop punk that a lot of bands will almost like just they have to stick to a formula. Oh yeah. Like I think the Muffs couldn't couldn't not sound like the Muffs if you paid them. They would always sound like the Muffs. Yeah. But but I don't think they they specifically you know tried not to change or anything like that. Yeah, I think they I think they evolved. Yeah, I think so. That leads us into uh, Penny Whore, which is obviously <laughs> yeah, that one's funny. <laughs> sounding different. Yeah, um, <laughs> I never really cared for that one too much. You know, I used to skip it. I'll be honest, I used to skip it. Like they have this song on every record. The you know, there's a song brutal, like this. It seems like yeah, lyrics are pretty brutal. But I actually love this song now. I think it's a great song. You know. I've kind of get gotten over the whole fact that yeah, it doesn't rock. Who gives a shit? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, and it's pretty short too. So if you don't like it, it'll be over soon. Right. <laughs> but I, I like it. I, I remember them doing that at. I want to say they used to do that at Soundcheck, but I'm I might be wrong. But yeah, it's just fun. It's just goofy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. the The opening line where she says "You're a maybe" is yes, kind of insulting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Just a bit. <laughs> that's what's cool about it though it's like got brutal she's kind of got the razor sword going oh i'm all for yeah insulting there's no, nothing wrong with that nope <laughs> so the next one's outer space and i can't believe we didn't have it on our uh space list nate a couple weeks ago what the hell yeah but i i left it off because of this show okay. we knew this was happening <laughs> so this song starts with the um you know that that big like bright guitar sound. Yes. Yeah. Like it's gonna be the happy song. Yes. Nope. <laughs> yeah. No. It, but it's great, man. It's a <laughs> fucking great song. I'm pathetic now. One.
it is a great song it's it's just like just this misery you know yeah. ride yeah. we're on you know but just the opening like when she says i'm pathetic now yeah it's like oh man yeah it's but funny I love, those... like depressing music you know so it doesn't, it doesn't really sound depressing though you know no she's not whining she doesn't come across as whiny but it's just like she's you know she's definitely very you know she's showing everything she has you know I mean, she doesn't seem to hold much back. Lyrically, yeah, it's kind of a odd, but in that way. But I mean, just the sound of it, like overall, uh, I just always, I just, I just love that one. That yeah. was great. Yeah, it's definitely in the top cuts on the record for me too. Yeah. What do you think about "I'm <laughs> a Dick"? You are a dick. Another one of the great songs. <laughs> yeah. I had that uh, single. They they did a. a that was on a single with, and the other side was like a Kim Deal song. Yeah, it, it was awesome. They did a great, great version of it. I like the I like the re-record of this better. You know, is um, it re-recorded? I couldn't so, tell. Her vocals are for sure. Because oh, I okay. I actually heard it the other day too, and I was just like, it, it was like, okay, this sounds different. This is the the other version, you know. And yeah, she just sounds her voice. She sounds younger. <laughs> I don't know. There's something the about her version? vocals. No, on the single one. Yeah, well, she she probably was about a year younger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just sounds different. You know, obviously the recording wasn't yeah, as yeah, yeah. great, so that's probably got a lot to do with it. But yeah, yeah, always one of my favorites. You know, just still laugh when I hear her say, "I'm a dick." Yeah, I'm <laughs> a dick, and I know? could care less. Yeah. It's <laughs> <awesome>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the next one's another rocker, right? It is. Which. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, that's that's short and sweet. That's yeah, a good one. Totally. That's another one where I think that one has lead all the way through it, or maybe just a lot of guitar in it. But uh, another one that is up there as far as my favorite, um, you know, just guitar stuff. Yeah, of the months, or at least on this record. Very noisy guitar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Must be fun. I wish I could play, just fucking do that shit. That's awesome. It's like a big muff. Sounds really good. Is yeah. that how she gets it? Is that what, what it is? That's what it sounds like. I don't know what she actually used or anything like that, but that's what it kind of sounds like. Yeah, so, I don't know. 
I don't know. If you were in a band called The Muffs, you probably wouldn't want to use the big muff just because it would seem weird. You know? Yeah, right, right, right. She's <laughs> probably using a yeah. clon or something. <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm trying to great think song. back about her. Yeah, what What's do you that? remember, B-Face? You remember seeing any pedals on the floor? Yeah, just like a... Like a uh, tuner or something? No, I remember seeing like an overdrive, like a little one. I don't I don't remember what it was, but it wasn't a big muff. Okay. Oh, I, we, I definitely would have, we would have like joked about that yeah <laughs> totally it's not one of my favorites on the record I but like i it. like it i you like know? it I it's like very it um, it's it's chaotic you know for them nothing but yeah yeah it, it's it's pretty yeah it is it's chaotic but but it's an i like it it's a nice little jolt yeah yeah i guess it it, it, it definitely throws um throws something at you in the middle of this record especially you know right it's the unpredictable one, right in the center of it, you know. Well, they did stuff like on the first album. There was some little just friggin' noise track, you know, right in the middle. So I'd I'd rather hear <laughs> at least a song. I don't yeah. I don't remember what it was, but it was like like just Ronnie's on his bass going up and down the bass, and I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. Next up, we have "Where Only I Could Go." You like this one? Oh hell yeah! That's another one with a fucking great lead. That was the melodic one. I like yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. Again, I mean, pretty much this whole record's pretty fucking great, you know? Maybe people are getting bored with us saying how much everything's fucking awesome. <laughs> I know, I feel bad. I should get out of thesaurus or something and look up new words other than awesome. Right. This record this song is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> My least favorite. I just I don't have any I don't have any insight into the record aside from just being a fan, you know? Yeah. So I'm just gonna sit here and say it's awesome. Um, I know it was, I, yeah, so I, I did look, by the way, it, it's self-produced, Kim's first producing job. Wow. Oh, cool, okay. Um, it sounds better than the last record, which was produced by that Rob uh, Cavallo, 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 Cavallo guy? Yeah. So he did that record. This one sounds better, I think. I do, too. Production So wise. she probably didn't make the money that he did. <laughs> oh yeah because he's a big name yeah yeah well he did the first Muffs record too and that's and that's the deal with how we got the green day record right oh that's right you're right yep yeah so he did that record it sounded good he got dookie then and then yeah so this was their third record how does i mean i guess what i'm trying to say is why didn't the record company push a producer on him do you think they just well, figured I... they knew it was going to be the last one why spend the money I don't know. I like I said earlier. I thought they had one, but I guess not. I mean, it, it might have been. They might have insisted. Who knows? You know. I mean, they did a hell of a job. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. She knew I mean, what that, she that could be it. They finally got that the sound that's it. been in her head this whole time. Maybe you know. Right, right. Yeah, and it's like, why get a producer if you know that if you know what you want, but also if you know that you can do it. Yeah. Did they have it like an engineer? Hard. Did they engineer it themselves too? Yeah. Well, it says there was two engineers. Okay. And then producer was them, and it says something about this was Kim's first um, time producing. So right okay, yeah, and no, it they does... definitely had engineers. I remember people being around and stuff. Yeah, right. and it does say she recorded the vocals at at her house. Wow, wow, that's awesome. So, that is awesome. Well, I mean, you're going to be comfortable, you know. Totally. Maybe that's why there's not as many screams on it. Yeah, yeah, to keep the keep it down for the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, the neighbors yeah. are like, <laughs> somebody exactly. getting murdered next door. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> that's just uh, yeah, that's there's great. there's only a couple screams on this record though. I think like 
That Awful Man has that great one before the solo. Yep. Yeah. And then that one on, um, I think it's Keep Holding Me, where she just fucking belts it out right in the beginning. Yeah. But I don't, there's really not a lot, you know. I like when she just re- sings regular. The scream's cool when you first start listening to the muffs, but after a while, you get, you know, it's not that necessary all the time. No. No, I think it, it definitely works live, though. It's insane. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine her yelling at you if she got mad at you? Have you seen her yell at somebody? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Is it the scariest fucking thing ever, or what? Uh, <laughs> no, but I I know what you're saying. If you if you were to get yelled at with that with that scream, it would probably jar jar your nerves a bit. <laughs> but um, no, I, I haven't. I, I've seen her yell at people, but not not in that voice. Right. So, B-Face, you got to be honest with us, man. So, how hard was it to be on tour with Kim and not just, like, crush on her every day, all day long? <laughs> well, we did. I mean, <laughs> okay. How could, how could you not? <laughs> exactly. I was thinking earlier about, like, how being just being able to see him play, like, every fucking night. Because I, I saw him a few years ago when they, they did a little tour, and, and it was awesome. And then I was like, dude... Every fucking night, like I got to see them for like two different tours. I was like, "Holy shit!" That's so awesome. that was they were like the only band that I think I I never skipped. That that uh, I mean that I toured with. I mean I, you right. know, sometimes you're only doing one show with a band, you're gonna catch them. But if you're touring with a band, then you see them every single night. And if say someone like you have a friend, you know, come over and be like, you know, can we get a drink or a bite to eat? You know, then you can maybe step out and. You know, I always feel guilty if I don't see the band that I'm touring with. Like, I've toured so much with, like, MTX. Try and see them every single night. But, right. like, with the Moffs, there there was every single night I'd watch them, no matter what. That's cool. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fucking, I was lucky. It was so cool. That is so cool. So, speaking of bands you tour with, were the Muffs your all-time favorite band you ever toured with? Or who was uh, it? Probably, I mean, they were definitely the most fun. The the this tour, the one we were talking about with the Ghoulies and the Chicks Dig It, but before that um, was the Queers, Cub, and the Muffs, and that was probably the most fun tour I've, I think I've ever been on. That's awesome. Um, but I mean, they're you know, they're definitely up there as far as my favorite bands that I have also toured with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's cool. So, so was there any shows on that Cub tour that Cub didn't play? Well, I was going to ask because I think I saw that tour, but I don't remember ever seeing Cub, and I think it was it was Minneapolis. That's a good question. At, I, at I don't... like First Avenue. I think I might be wrong on that, but I don't. Yeah. I've never seen Cub, so that's I really don't know. Um, I don't remember that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you never know. Like maybe. Uh, a local band you know maybe a promoter might have said you know i want this band instead i, I kind of don't think that would have happened though because when you're mm-hmm. doing like a, a tour like that you're kind of everyone's looking out for each other and you you know yeah say, no they're they they're gonna play that sort of thing maybe maybe i didn't see that tour maybe i'm just confused. or maybe maybe you you missed them or something I, I really don't know i don't remember could have been you were drinking in those days nate no 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 <laughs> yeah the first time I I got a story for you. The first time I saw the Muffs, um, I saw them at the Seventh Street entry in the cities. Yeah, and um, 
just before they were going on, I'm in this the longest line for the bathroom. <laughs> and you know where the 7th Street entry. So yeah. the bathroom's like right off the stage. Yeah. And I got to take a piss and the muffs are going to start. And the door opens up and the guy ahead of me comes out. And I'm just about to go in and I get like basically like stiff-armed by Kim. <laughs> she rushes in there, shuts the door, and I'm like, you know, I guess if somebody's going to, you know, budge, it's going to be her. Yeah, right, but, right, But, right. um, yeah, she came out, and I took a piss quick because I knew they were going to fucking play, you know. Right, right. And I got out, and they started playing, like, right away, so. Wow, so you got strong-armed by Kim Shattuck. <laughs> she had to go. Yeah, so <laughs> you got to go, you got to go, and right. no one's going to get in your way. Yep. You might have saved her in an embarrassing emergency situation. Yeah, 7th Street Entry was the first place I saw the Muffs, also the first place I saw the Queers. So Nice. Cool. Was that um, seventh, Was that Muffs tour that you said you missed Cub, was that 1st Street? Or, I mean, was it 1st first, first Avenue? First, I think it was 1st Avenue, because I saw the Muffs and the Queers in 1st Avenue, too, and okay. I thought they were together, but it's been a few years, so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I truly don't even remember. I don't remember playing either of those on that tour, so who knows? I mean, I'm sure we did. It just doesn't, you know, I don't know. And I could be wrong, so who knows? All right, so Nate, I, I had had you pegged for Upside Down being your favorite cut on the record. <laughs> it it might be, dude. I love the song. Yeah. <laughs> The song, it's it's funny because I always think it should be like in a movie, like the big, you know, crush montage scene, you know? Yeah, totally. That that would work, totally. It it definitely has that feel to it. Yeah. And I said, hello, I ran into you the other day, and you looked away another day. Yeah. 
Yeah, she sounds so like just kind of bitter in this song, you know, like a lot yeah. of her songs, I guess. But I mean, it really comes through as just it's just a powerful song. Totally. Yeah, that's that's similar, actually, I think, to Honeymoon, uh, which didn't you say that was your favorite? That's my favorite. Oh, yeah, okay. they're both my favorites. So I switch. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're both really similar, uh, you know to me yeah slow jams yeah exactly no one yeah, really this, does this... it quite as well except maybe joe queer like kim and joe slow jam king and queen right there yep <laughs> um I, you know this song could have been a hit you know i i feel like the world kind of fucked up got it wrong with the muffs i agree you know i mean they were Especially in the '90s, you know, not maybe not now, but the '90s, they would have fit in so perfect for what was big at that time, you know. Absolutely, I, I've, I'm baffled as to why they weren't. I, I told Jody before that if she had a, <laughs> if she had a rich husband who blew his fucking head off, they would have been huge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you really know, a puzzler, like, man. Yeah. I mean, they were on a on big labels too, and still nothing. You know, what I mean, I guess they just didn't push them. I, you know, I don't remember seeing a lot of push for the Muffs back in the day. Like you would yeah, think no. out of a Warner Brothers record, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything about them to me was they were, I would have thought um, they they were right in the right, right sound at the right time. But I don't know what happened. Yeah, and like heads and shoulders over some of the other like bands that were kind of doing something similar like they're 10 times better than the L7 who were pretty huge. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that <laughs> could be it close. right there. I mean, it could be. It's all often the good stuff doesn't doesn't make it. You know, that's true. I mean, they're still doing it too. So it's like they're, you know. Yeah, I mean, they lasted. They're they're, you know, they're a legacy band now. It's cool. Yeah. You know, some of yeah, the, it's just some of the best shit just carries on, whether or not it was on MTV all the time or not. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it may not always go straight friggin' and get huge, and but uh. You know, it's still there. Yeah, I mean, look at the Ramones. Never really had a hit. Never sold any fucking records. You know, and yeah, but they always kept doing going. Exactly, and look at yeah. how they looked at today. You know what I mean? Yep, totally. It's great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're, they're legends. Obviously, they're like top of the heap. But you guys think like, um, you know, will, will the Muffs ever get to that level of respect that they they deserve? It's like the queers, you know. You never, you're never gonna see the fucking queers or the muffs on one of those, those top ten punk albums, you know. It's always the same, Ramones, Pistols, Clash, and then, you know. Well, I think so a lot of so. that has to do with the fact that they were those bands were doing them, doing it back then, back in you know, like right, the Ramones, original wave. Much, exa- yeah, yeah but, exactly. Yeah, but also like the people that are writing these things, it's like they just fucking yeah, Wikipedia punk rock, and then it's always the same shit. It's always television. It's always fucking talking heads you know what i mean like yeah no one really that's into this shit really listens to that yeah i i don't really pay attention to like lists and stuff like that but 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 i mean as far as like i mean legendary status i mean the queers are right there with anybody they've only been around for 30 what 37 years (laughs) yeah i mean mean, different sound main, yeah like yeah, there's two different still, bands there you know yeah but i feel like the muffs were like they were made for that 90s sound you know 
they had it, there was no reason why they didn't explode. I mean, the queers you kind of get, you know. They, you know, Joe queer, he, you know, the world's not ready for Joe and his <laughs> 530 plus fucks on an album, you know. Right, right. Or whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, they're. I think it's better, though. I hate when, like, something like that that I love goes, like, like you know, your 12 year old cousins buying the queers record and telling you about it. I hate when that happens. I want it to happen <laughs> because I want the bands to be rich. Yeah. But well, you just don't want to have to. Like I don't want to share, man. I'm fucking selfish. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm guilty of that too. I'm always, whenever, you know, you'll hear someone say, oh, "Have you heard this band?" I'm like, "Fuck you! That's my band. Fuck you. Right? <laughs> they belong to me." Yeah. It's some kind of weird thing, but yeah, it feels it really like it's is. ours, I mean, and then we don't want to share it. Yeah, it it really is. It's common. It happens to everyone. You yeah. Know? It's a weird trait, but yeah. So what else is left haven't we talked about on this record? What do you guys think about the album cover? What do you think about that cover art? With just like the elephant doing its thing? Was oh, yeah, that's right. I never understood what that had to do with it, really. I didn't yeah, either, I, I didn't really give too much thought to the cover. I just I've, saw it. And it's unexciting, so I just dude, didn't pay attention. Yeah. Dude, I've, I've always thought it was just that elephant in the room kind of reference. Could oh, be, you know, okay. Like, well, at least that's something. You know, like, hey, we're the good band here, and you know, I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I like, I that. like that. I too. don't know, man. It's a stretch, but little Miyagi nugget of wisdom from Nate. I like it. Yeah, good one. Deep thoughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> deep thoughts with Nate. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Somebody needs to write a jingle for that one. Totally. Yes. <laughs> so next up is uh, you and your parrot. <laughs> This is one of the ones that I always skipped. Really? The only thing I remember about this is I thought for about a year that she was saying pirate. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same thing, no? Well, parrot, pirate. Yeah, yeah, I, fuck so. it. yeah. I assume this isn't actually about a parrot, right? I, I would assume it's about a person. Yeah. About a person who says whatever the last, whatever the big kid says. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It was never one of my favorites, man. I mean, it's it's not terrible, but I remember skipping it a lot on the old disc back in the day. I gotta go back and listen to it because I seem to remember liking the guitar in that too. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe I just like it on all of them. Yeah. I mean, there were some that just stood out to me because I would usually when I when I would when you listen to a record the first time around, you just listen to it, you know. And then I found myself going back and listening to specifically some of the leads just because that they were so. There's a, on this record, it's it's not overdone. Like the guitars, aside from when we were talking about nothing, which is kind of all guitar through it, they're all like really cool. And some of them are almost. There's one song I don't remember which one, but it almost has like a mistake in it, and it's just it, like sloppy sounding. But it's just it's fucking perfect. It totally works. And I you know, yeah. I, I I don't know if it's this particular song or not. I'll have to go back and listen, but. Yeah. I, like I said, I should have done my homework. The beginning of this song has that weird, I don't know if it's keyboard or what instrument it is, but it's just that woo, 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 just over and over for, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think it's like I don't know what the fuck guitar, it is. Dude. Could you, you guys are the musicians. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Deep thoughts with Nate. <laughs> it reminds me of like that Eddie Murphy raw when he's like doing the cop sound and he's going to pull over yeah, these. <laughs> Dude, there's your jingle right there. That yeah. was it. Just sample that. 
all right. So where are we at? We're all over the place uh, tonight, man. I can't next up it. is Keep Holding Me. Good song. Yeah. Starts out with the, the fucking crazy scream. Yep. Yeah. Another great one, though, you know. I don't know what else to say about most of these. They're all fucking yeah. great. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, oh. this is this is one of those songs where it's 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 typical muff sound, you know, that guitar tone, the scream. It's a good song, but it's it's not it's not the best. Yeah. What do you think about the yeah. last track? The best yeah. time around. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! I fucking love it, dude. Yeah, me too. Last song. Yeah, there. hell of a Just closer. Just that slow palm mute. Yep. I love it. You this is one of my favorites, too. Yeah. 
it's it's just tough sounding, you know. It is. Yeah. And she sings awesome on it, you know. Her voice is one of the best there is. She's my favorite uh, female vocalist, I guess. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, she's the, fucking awesome. You know, there's bands like, um, like, uh, like the boys, like my favorite Descendant and Screeching Weasel Queers on any given day put on the right record and I'm in the right mood, I have, they're my favorite band, you know, but <laughs> with the Muffs, they're my, you know, when it comes to the, the girl vocals, there isn't an, even a close number two. I, uh, mean, I think I agree with you. You know, I mean, I, I can't even think of who number two is. Unlovable. But for me, it'd be Joan Jett, I think. Yeah. But that's not really, you know, she's kind of punk, I guess. But. Yeah. She's kind of like the, like the Ramones of the girl rock, like the grandmother right. of it all, you know? Right. B-Face, did you see the uh, Joan Jett documentary? Uh, Bad Reputation? Yeah, matter of fact, I saw it out in, when I was out with Kepi, not this last time, but the time before. I saw it at the Castro out in San Francisco. What'd you think? Um, I fucking loved it. Me too. Thought it was fucking great. It was really great. And <laughs> even though we see, have seen most of that footage before, I love seeing the old Runaways footage. You know what I'm saying? They were, they were way ahead of yeah. their time, you know? Yeah, and, and even some of the... There was one scene... Um, not seen, but one one part where they uh, <clears throat> flipped over real quick to one of her kind of hair metal hits, and even then, which <laughs> back then I, I that that sort of that genre of like poison and stuff like that I fucking hated. Yeah. And uh, but it's I'll be damned if it didn't sound fucking awesome just hearing it, you know, for the first time in years. It was great. Yeah. Joan, man, uh, you know she's pretty much the shit. Yep, no doubt. <laughs>
saw Joan Jett live back in like in those hair band days, and like I think it was '88, and oh, man. Uh, she looked like Ace Frehley at the time. Yeah, she had, <laughs> yeah, like, she had body that, she suit had that and the rough face and the hair. And yeah. uh, but dude, she fucking ripped all night long. It was great. She played most of my <laughs> favorites, you know. I've never seen her, and she's among my favorite. I've just never, never had the chance. I mean, there was. I've come close, but I just never got to. Yeah. When I saw her, man, she was playing at like this basic, like a county fair back in like the 88, I think it was. Oh, wow. Was she touring on her own? I don't know. I just, I just had heard that Joan Jett was going to be playing at our little fucking county fair thing that happens every summer, you know? And I uh, think there was something like that in the movie, wasn't there? Where she was playing a fair. Yeah. I saw some footage of her playing different places. It, it was a good show, man. I was in awe of her, you know? I always. Like, I Love Rock and Roll when I was, like, maybe 10. Yeah. It was one of my favorite albums. I played that shit to death. Yeah. I remember that <clears throat> when it came out on MTV. It was so fucking huge. Yeah, it was great. When, um, because back then, I in the, the reason I asked if she was touring on her own, because they were a lot of, they were doing those package tours a lot back then. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the, a lot of metal bands would do, like, a two or three band tour, but yeah. maybe not her. I don't recall seeing anyone else, but I wasn't there like all night or anything. I had to get home. Yeah, <laughs> I think I was in. Like, I don't even know. I was pretty young. So it was out. It was outside and and nighttime. Yeah, just in like okay, this cool. gravel, basically like a parking lot, and she was under like this kind of <laughs> little, almost like a pavilion. <laughs> nice. But she ripped, awesome. dude. It yep. was pretty cool. Yeah, she's the real thing. Yep. So if you had to pick a favorite track on the record, B-Face, what you got? Uh, wow. Uh, maybe All Blue... Ba- well, actually, Honeymoon, I guess. Yeah, that's my choice, too. Nate, what do you got? Um, I, I'm going to go with up, Upside Down, man. Dude, I, I, I thought that this afternoon. I was listening to this. I'm like, yep, that's Nate's favorite right there. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, I feel upside down. Um, hey, so not to change the subject real quick, but B-Face, thanks for bringing up Poison. Oh, um, yeah. Do you, do you guys know, you know, they put up that compilation, uh, Hamburger, and the, the song pasta. Silly Silly People, which is like, I'm a dick, but different. Um, on that, that version there, they have the solo in the beginning. I don't know if you remember it, but it's actually CC Deville playing it. Oh yeah, really? And I remember in the liner notes, it's been years since I read them, but um, like they were recording it, and and they went to like I don't know, take lunch or something, and CC Deville happened to be like in the studio, and uh, you know, kind of volunteered to like lay down something for him, you know? <laughs> nice. And. Um, I think there was a comment from Kim, like she thought it was going to be just cock rock, you know, just terrible, but yeah. um, it turned out fucking great. And I don't know if you've heard it, it sounds like you, you hear it and you're like, it's cool, but it, it kind of has that poison sound, you know? What song is it I on? I gotta go back and listen to it. It's on Silly People, it's on that hamburger. I have yeah. that um, CD. Yeah, Silly People. Damn it, I want to hear it really bad now. And it's just, 
like shit. I mean, it sounds like fucking CC Deville playing it. It's kind of cool. It fits the song perfect. Wow. Huh. They probably have a million cool little stories like that. You know, being out in L.A., they probably you know, yeah, run into all sorts of musicians and stuff like. Yeah. But yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's silly people. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of good shit on that on that thing. Um, on hamburger. Yeah. It's like definitely. a comp, right? You know. Yeah, it's but it's got like yeah, it's got like a bunch of the you know some of the covers. I remember like no action that um, the Elvis Costello song and um, yeah kids in america were on right. that but then there was like like the this the single versions of like i'm a dick and okay. my crazy afternoons on there pacer okay. right that rock and roll That's- girl which is fucking great Um, it has that first single. I don't know if it has both songs, but it, ha- it had um, guilty. Yeah, guilty. And uh, right in the eye was the split. To I mean, was it the B side to that? Yeah, and right in the eyes on there too. Oh, it is okay. Yep. Do you remember? It is um, the Trog song on that? It's called. It's called. Uh, you can cry if you want. Yeah, that's on there. Okay. All right. Yep. That was the yep. first so- the first song I heard. Actually, no, I'm sorry. The that s- single was, but that was the that's probably my favorite um, Muff song. Ever. Well, it's a Trog song, but <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, that's I just love that track. It was great. <laughs> Thank you. 
kind of just hits you in the face <laughs> yeah yeah literally Dude. right in the eye right was that hamburger yep. on what label was that on? was that on the sympathy label yeah i think so yeah okay. right on yeah it, it was on sympathy because i remember i think the muffs were on fat at the or honest dons were they on fat or honest Don's? honest, honest Don's, Don's, yeah. yeah. okay yeah Too when that came out they <laughs> must Sorry. fat band. That'd be weird. <laughs> I know it doesn't. It doesn't seem right. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, though, I mean, the Muffs being on Warner Brothers, even that's kind of crazy. Yeah, major label first that record. Was... You know what I mean? Straight out of the yeah. gate, major label debut. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like out of like how many out of five stars would you give this record? Four, four and a half. Yeah, I'd go four and three quarters. It's just under. To me, the first two are my favorites, and this, they're like one and one A, and this is like one AA. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably give it about a four and a half, too. I mean, it, the songs aren't as great, I don't think, as the first two, but the production gets it a few extra points. All right, fine. <laughs> but yeah, man, Muff's getting uh, pretty high marks here in the dummy room. Pretty cool. I'm sure everyone listening loves that record, too, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the must are funny. They they weren't ever really part of like the pop punk kind of scene. I don't I don't even know if there was a scene for it. But I mean, it seems now looking back like there was. But they fit in definitely. But they weren't. They were never like punk rock. But uh, yeah, I'm sure it, people who listen to your podcast definitely would be down with the Muffs if they aren't already. Yeah, were you stoked when you heard you were going to be touring with the Muffs? yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> we were like i said joe was playing the hell out of that and i and i already had like a, a couple i had a single and then that trogs thing and so we were both we were both huge fans but of two of two different little parts of the muffs right and so 
we were out. Um, actually, I was just when I was just out with Kepi, we went to Old I Old Ironsides, where um, we were talking when we first uh, the queers first played out there. This guy Jason was in the span the drags, and he had just like a, a week before that the muffs had been up in the area, and he had went and smoked a, a joint with uh, I think it was Ronnie in his car, and he played Ronnie the queers, and I think that's and Ronnie dug it, and I think that's how he we got on that tour. Wow, was this guy Jason <laughs> getting Ronnie stoned, and Ronnie, you know, <laughs> I think Ronnie prime pretty much picked the bands, or at least maybe he suggested the bands and, and the other. The other two okayed him, but um, but yeah. So we we were we already were look we looked up to him basically. We loved him, and so we were just like, that was that was the shit right there to us. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Fucking, and and it lived up to it too, which is even more than you could you know hope for. Yeah, fucking great. Super cool. Yeah. Um, I saw a video, um, of the Muffs playing in Green Bay just like three years ago, maybe. I watched this on YouTube, and this a couple months ago, and I just I couldn't believe how good they still sounded, and just the energy that they still had for, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, they've been doing it like the, these same three people since you know ninety five or whenever, because I know Roy wasn't on the first one, so, uh, but yeah, the same three. It's been over twenty years, twenty four yeah. years, something like that. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And each one of them is fucking awesome at what they do. Totally. So yeah, Roy's fucking killer great. drummer, dude. Oh, he's nuts, dude. He's fucking insane. Oh, and yeah. He makes it look easy. Yeah, <laughs> he really does. Yeah. Red Cross is coming back here in September, dude. I can't wait. So is he playing on that new record? I don't know. That's what I was kind of curious about. I don't know. Yeah. I guess. I wonder we'll if he'll see. be touring with him. Yeah, maybe so. Hopefully. Yeah, I don't know yeah, how busy the must keep much. him or what. You know, I don't really know. Well, they they don't I don't, they don't seem overly active right now. I know that right. Kepi just did a show down in L.A. and Roy came out and played. So, I you know playing wise, it sounds like his time he has a little extra time. So maybe he'll do that if he's not on that Red Cross album. Maybe he'll, he'll at least do the tour. Yeah, I don't know. No idea. Yeah, I'm stoked though to hear some new Red Cross. Their last record is like five years old. Yeah, I don't think I heard that one. I heard the one before that, which was... was Show there, World or something? One? Yeah, yeah. I like that one. It that like, was the one that was really kind of uh, polished sounding. Yeah, very Beatlesque on the vocals, though. Yeah, right, right. Yep. They even cover that song. You know that song that the Dickies covered? Uh, God, I can't think of what it's called. Um, it's that fucking song. Pretty Please Me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, I didn't know that was on that record. Um, I can't remember the band who originally did it, but it was an LA band. Yeah, it was like uh, I used to know. I can't think of it. It was good, but the the Dickies <laughs> fucking rule. So. Yeah, the Dickies were one of the greatest ever. We yeah. hardly ever talk about the Dickies over here, man. It's weird. Mm-hmm. They've never really come up. Yeah, man. The fucking Dickies are right up there, as far as I'm concerned. Is you know, you mentioned the Descendants earlier. I as far as like, you know, all the later poppy kind of punk bands that came. They're, I mean, I worship the fucking Dickies. I know Joe definitely did. Yeah, they're great. All of us did. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. I didn't like how they did the covers. I didn't like the covers they did, I should say. What? Yeah, the Banana Splits one was rad, dude. But I don't like that Paranoid that much. Oh, Paranoid was weak. First one I'm thinking. Didn't they do a... They did like a Zeppelin one, didn't they? 
Yeah, they did. Am I high or what the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that song. I, think I guess fucking, yeah, I guess that's What about that Eva Destruction cover? That's ten times better than the original. Shit rules. Yeah, oh, nothing that. can beat the uh, nice and white satin. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking great. And Silent Night is fucking great. That's good too. There's so many of them. Yeah, there's a there's a lot, isn't there? Gigantor. Gigantor. Like yeah. Song. Damn the Dickies. They had a lot of fucking covers. Yes, definitely. But you know, Leonard has one of the greatest voices in punk rock. I think he's like right behind Joey. Took me some uh, getting used to. Me too, but once you accept it, it's so right on. (laughs) Yep, yep, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I don't like the falsetto shit as much as when he just, it's just kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, He kind of barks. He's fucking great. Yeah, totally. He always has his fucking finger in his ear. Dude, get some in ears. Yeah. Yeah, Dickie's talk with B-Face. You gotta love it. Yes. Oh, I wish I had known I would have prepared. Right. Yeah, we don't I'm... really do much research. If if we're gonna talk a record, I try to listen to it. I I didn't even get to this Muffs one until this afternoon, like a couple hours ago. So. Yeah, I've I've kind of listened to the Muffs on and off forever, so I thought I could kind of just go for it on this one. Yeah, me too. I always try to refresh though, because this one, like I was saying earlier. It didn't hit me like those first two. Like, I played the first two to death, but when this one came oh, out, yeah. I don't yeah. know, it took me a while. Yeah, same here, definitely. It grows on you. Yeah, like a fine mold. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dan Bappett from Dan Bappett and Cheats, and you're listening to The Dummy Room. So I got a queers question for you, quick. Okay. So how co- how come in the late nine, you know, kind of like the heydays, you know, um, how come there wasn't? I don't think I ever saw a queer show with the second guitar player in the late nineties. Oh. Uh, well, when I was still there. Yeah, when you were there. Because yeah, I can't. I don't know what happened after I was. I left. I. We definitely toured with other guitar players. It seemed like um, there was a lull, like a few years there, a few tours at least that I saw that it was just the three piece. But before that, there was always, you know, a second guy, and then after it seemed like there was a second guy. But I don't know. I I can't even remember if on that last tour, if we were three piece or four. Um, we had Screw Thirty Two and the Groovy Ghoulies with us. God damn, I don't. I think we were three piece. Yeah, I saw yeah, the, I, I saw you guys as a three piece. I th- mostly, I think. Yeah, me too. Yeah, there was no like set. We didn't always say we need to have a guitar player, or where we need not to. Sometimes it was just like, oh wait a minute, it just occurred to me. We had Chris Fields on guitar on that tour, on that last uh, the Don't okay. Back Down tour. But um, yeah, no, it it was if we could get a guy, then that would be great. And if if you know, we couldn't, or maybe if it was like a short tour, we wouldn't bother or something like that. Right. 
there, we didn't really do a lot of good like professional planning or anything like that. We just kind of fucking <laughs> away with it. Yeah, when uh, when Jeff was on the Jeff Palmer was on the show, he was talking about going into the studio and to to make uh, punk rock confidential, and like nobody knew the songs. Yeah, and, and Joe was just like, they're all the same or whatever. It's three chords, play them. You yeah. know, is that how yeah. it was with you guys? Did he, did he ever have? Did you guys rehearse before recording, or is it just go in there and bang them out? No, we we did. Um, a lot. It depends on which record. I think for Don't Back Down, we did more rehearsal for that than ever. We were rehearsing like almost every single day. Um, but no, I, I think at that point, I, I heard a lot of stories similar to that, like with drummers and stuff going on tour with Joe. He would just be like, you know, oh, you know it, you know, just kind of. <laughs> but it wasn't like that. Or he, when I first joined, it was uh, he was he would get impatient trying to teach you songs. He got angry if you didn't learn it fast, but um, and so that and I learned to uh, to learn fast basically. But <laughs> right. there was never a point where he I ever saw him just kind of say, you know, just wing it. Except for you know what? Actually, that's not true. When we did, there was that one record, "Move Back Home," that was definitely not. We did not pre- prepare for that. So, so yeah, there was some of that. I like that record a lot. I was listening to that a couple weeks ago, and that's that's one of my favorites. I don't remember much of it. I just remember that I didn't like the production, and I definitely remember that it could have been better as far as like the songs. I mean, there was some of those tunes. I think you could have, if we had worked on them, would have been really good. Yeah, and the production I remember really kind of suffered, and and it, it was just it was a little it was rough. There was there was a real bunch of bad stories behind that album. The yeah. the production it's a little muddy sounding, but I think the songs are great. Yeah, from your boy, instant classic. Definitely, definitely. Oh, you know? yeah. definitely's on there. And, uh, High school psychopath. She's a, part two. Next stop rehab. Rehab got a girlfriend's great. There's some good songs. God man. see it. Yeah, everything's going my know. way is pretty even awesome. a good cover man the cover was fucking great What's hawaii that's what i'm talking about hawaii there's also a potato man cover on it yeah that girl that girl and and then actually it was on, on you your facebook group um i got in a conversation with someone about shoegaze which is kind of i hate that term but it was kind of a a sound you know that that 90 a lot of the english bands had it and um jesus and, and mary jane yeah yeah that that came up there's a peppermint girls on that and that yeah. we were trying to go for that yeah. um jesus and mary chain sound on that yeah forgot jesus about that chain were fucking great man i love that yeah band. it took me a while to get into them because i hated the drum sound but yeah yeah good the stuff. drum sound is one thing that kind of sucks about them but the songs are great i always thought that half of those songs could totally be queer songs you know what i mean the way <laughs> he sings kind of just would fit for, with joe i think yeah and the, i i think i think they're they're coming from the same place you know there's definitely beach boys influence and there is with joe's writing too and yeah and i think they're kind of like a cross between the beach boys and the velvet underground yeah the queers tried to be more of a beach boys ramones you know gotcha yeah makes perfect sense they're great so how did that record i mean how did it not sound good didn't mass do that record and yeah but it was done under we we didn't have much time and uh, how do I say it? Um, not everyone was healthy, and and it was just there was a lot of there was fights, and it, it was just miserable. It was basically that's that's the overall 
thing is it was fucking miserable. Some of those songs, <laughs> like when you were just naming the names, I, I don't even remember the titles because some of them we just came up with in maybe not in the studio. Some of them were written in the studio and we already had the titles. Right. But like we had to had to, you know, get Joe to write an extra verse. He would only have one verse for like some of the songs and he would want to sing it two or three times and so <laughs> you can't do that. You can maybe do it twice, but not right. three times. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was at Masses. It was at his uh the old the original Sonic Iguana. And uh so and and Larry was there too. Larry produced it. And um, well, I guess Mass did too, but uh, yeah, it wasn't their fault. I think it was our fault. Huh. I love just that record, man. I think it's great. Uh, yeah, I like it too, man. I don't yeah, think I it's the best it Queers record, but I do love it. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember all of the songs, but yeah. What's your favorite Queers record that you were on? Um, probably the first one. Love, love songs, songs, dude. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was the first one. But I mean, the you know everyone always says don't back down. And when I finally went back and listened to it, I was like, I, it's good, but it's almost too slick for me. I like love songs I better. Know. Yeah, I just I don't know. It was too. It was like two different, completely different records. Yeah, both mm-hmm. great. But if I had to choose, I'd pick love songs for the retarded all day yeah. long, every time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh, 
That's what we gotta do. We gotta have B-Face back on to do some of these, do some Queers records, break the Queers records down, because you actually no, know everything about those. <laughs> he doesn't remember this one, man. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, the thing is, if I go back and listen to it, it'll all come back to me, yeah, but then yeah. I, I don't know if I want to, because then I'd, you know, <laughs> We don't want to subject you and dredge up old memories, I guess, but it would be <laughs> fun, B-Face. We'd have a good time. Yeah. You do love songs. That'd be fun. Yeah, that that would that would be good. That'd be fun. Hell yeah, it would. I'll, that was fun to do. Yeah, pick your any of them. Like, I don't want to talk about Rocket to Russia too much, even though I am kind of interested in that a little bit. <laughs> what did you think when you guys finished that? Did you think it was as good as the Ramones? No, no, no. We knew it wasn't <laughs> going to. The, the <laughs> That's thing is, hard, like, is yeah, you're, like you can kind of tell Joe just didn't give a shit. Like you can tell in his vocals, they're pretty lackadaisical, but. Um, I learned all. I learned it and and taught Joe the ones that he he knew the songs, but he just didn't know how exactly how to play them. Yeah. And I, so I taught him all the the chord changes and shit the night before we went in the studio. <laughs> and and then Jay, the drummer, he he knew him. He was a, a Ramones fan, so he he managed to get through it. And um, but no, nah, it's you know it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cool though. Still, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Like Joe doesn't sound like he's too focused really yeah it's which is too bad i i remember wincing when we were doing it. it's like we could at least make it sound like we're trying but i think <laughs> overall you know i'm probably over analyzing i think overall it sounds fine i'll yeah, have to go cool. back and listen to it but we remixed it like years later and that improved it so yeah so let me ask you this maybe i'm an idiot for not knowing this but where did uh where did b-face come from the name uh, just because my last name starts with a B, and so people would call me. Like in in high school, everyone had nicknames, and they Didn't would always you tell call us me. this last time. Didn't you tell us about this? Last I, time? I might have. I, I don't might think have. so. I'm an idiot, so maybe. Well, I wouldn't know. I mean, I've told the story so many times. But yeah, go but, ahead and tell it again, just in case. Well, that was just it. I mean, like, so my friends would call me B, but they would say like B face, right. or B head, or or B whatever, or just you know. <laughs> And we all went to a movie one night, and and everyone was just shit faced. And when I stood up to go take a leak, the, they were all because I was blocking, every, walking in front of all these drunk idiots, and they started yelling "B face" for some reason. And then it just stuck. It became a joke. So I fucking hate it, but whatever. 
I'm stuck with it, so it's like I got to deal with it. Yeah, you might as well embrace it, huh? Yeah, exactly. I have no choice. <laughs> right. Hey, dude, I was listening to uh, Ben Weasel's live stream the other night, and he was saying that uh, he had Joe on, and they were talking about that show in Chicago, and Joe was saying that uh, he invited you to come out and play, dude. Are you going to go? No, he, he, yeah, he asked me, but I couldn't do it. Uh, it was, I think it's in, in June or July, but I, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I just can't. Uh, right on. That would have been pretty cool to see though. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll, I'll be doing anything like that, but we'll see. I mean, we had a good time doing the thing in Kansas and, uh, so, and it was fun. So right on. like you said, never say never. Yeah. So do you think if there's like a, like a big, you know, final farewell queers tour or show or something and you're invited you're gonna try to do it i don't know i that, who knows you know i i, I there's no nothing set in, in stone or anything i don't think about like when we were asked to do this birthday party i was like well yeah it's a friend of ours right. but if it were something like that i it's i don't know it's just you pr- look at things completely differently when they're in different situations so yeah that'd be fucking cool though that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, on that stream, Joe was saying that at that thing you guys did, man, you just came in, you didn't miss a fucking beat. He said you were fucking great. And I was like, yep, hell yeah. Oh, uh, the thing in Kansas? Yeah. Yeah, we, we had, well, I had to re- do a little refreshing, but, um, I mean, you know, I played those songs thousands of times, so right. <laughs> no, no problem. Maybe not literally thousands, but maybe. Yeah. It's like riding yeah, a bike, a, huh? Exactly. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah, doing this. Yeah, the thing with Kepi recently. I was like, it's just total muscle memory. I was like, you know, he was saying, "Did or you rehearsed?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I sat down and I found myself kind of drifting <laughs> off, like my attention, because it, I was just playing the songs I'd done hundreds of times. So it's cool. It is cool. I always love that lineup of the Ghoulies with you on bass, man. That's the best lineup, I think. With. But who drumming? There was a bunch of different drummers. Oh man, I like Panic. It. Panic. It doesn't matter. Yeah, Panic was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it no, cool. it was all. All of them were good, as far as I'm concerned. I got a whole bunch of old pictures I took at the High Point here in St. Louis with that lineup. I have to, I have to get them. Oh, to the High Point. That was okay. Was that place where it's like up the fucking stairs that the load yes. in? Brutal. Yes. I was just talking to Kepi about that because I was trying to think of the name of the place. It, there was a little taco joint like that. Yeah, Del Taco is like right around Del the corner. Taco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had met, that's where I first met the Dropkick Murphys because they were, which was funny because they were from Boston. Yeah. But they were, they were on tour and we were on tour and our tour, our show at High Point ended and they were all loading in because they were doing one after us. Yeah. And I was just, yeah, I was trying to think of the name of that place when I was telling it to, to Kepi you know last week but yeah high point yeah the high point so you must have you must know uh what is his name beetle bob yeah i know beetle bob yeah is he still around i haven't seen him at a show in a while dude but uh there there's like this big thing in the rft which is like the local music published rag around here and everyone was kind of ragging on him because he's always trying to like you know get into all these shows for free and yeah. for some reason i guess people have take issue with that but it's like dude the dude's an institution Doing that dance at the front of the stage, you know? I'm yeah, sure you've I seen mean, it. <laughs> hell, I'd let him in for free just because yeah, he's just a because. character. Yeah. So what's this guy's deal? What's what's he do? He's dance? This guy Beetle Bobby has a Beatles haircut and does this dance at all the shows, and he's like he's been really around since eccentric. the '60s. Yeah. 
he's cool and like no one knows where he lives like he just shows up <laughs> and after shows he just disappears and people like try to follow him and no one seems to see his he's never been seen driving a car or anything it's that's weird. awesome yeah He's like an I enigma. get the impression he's like a DJ, or he, maybe he used to be. He or used to maybe be, I think, in the '60s. He was like a, he was way into like rock and roll, and even like I think when the Beatles played here in '66, he like was met him at the airport or some shit like that. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, he's been in the like scene forever. Yeah, no, I haven't he, seen he him on a show though in years, man. I don't know. I hope he's doing all right. You know, I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah, I mean, when I saw when I knew him in the '90s, he. He was getting up in, in yeah, years. Yeah, he was already old then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but he was doing it. He was dancing. Yeah, he sure was. He came up to the ghoulies after one show, and he goes, that was a graveyard smash. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always remember that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I used to have that, that show. Like, someone someone there had, like, filmed it on their VHS <laughs> camera. I used to have a VHS tape of that. And he's there right in the front, right on your side, too. Just yeah, doing his thing, shuffling back great. and forth. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yep, yep. Kepi was like wearing. That's when he was. He'd put that black shit over his eyes. Yeah, the raccoon eyes. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. Yeah, pretty cool. He had these <laughs> yeah. like, things on his arms, and he was like shooting these things out of his armbands and shit. It was cool. What was it like spider webs? Yeah, kind of. I and remember then, that. I still have like somewhere, like he threw out like all these little monster little plastic little fucking monster heads and shit i had like six of them i still got them somewhere oh yeah yeah no they that's yeah there was like um we would go shopping yeah and just get little toys and shit like that yeah like dollar story like halloween yeah, yeah. type of stuff yeah it was cool i still got them somewhere in the awesome. down in my basement yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> good cool. times good times well be face i think we're We've kept you long enough tonight, man, but I want to have you back, and we're going to have to do some kind of queers record sometime in the future, man. Let me know. I'm, I'm off and around, so yeah, I got cool. some shit going on this summer, but, I mean, you can always just check and see yeah, what's man. going on. We'll definitely when's, the next, when's the next time you're going to go play with Kepi? Uh, well, he's playing in Chicago in June with uh, the Vapid. I think the copyrights yeah, are on yeah. that. They're doing that show here, too, um, man. You should come to our show in St. Louis. I wish I could. We're going. We're. I'm actually flying just to and from Chicago, though. Gotcha. But I think I think the St. Louis show is like a night or two before the Chicago show. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, the 29th is the. But I, I'm not sure if to answer your question. I'm not sure if I'm playing. I don't think I'm playing the set. I might go up for like a a song or something. But we're basically just going to have a good time. Right on. What What's the date on that fucker? The one in Chicago is June 29th, I believe. I think ours might be the day before. That could be. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah that's cool. Yeah. It's a Saturday, so yeah, maybe it is. Last Friday. time I saw you was at the Foo Bar on Jughead's birthday here in St. Louis. For the yeah. 50th. Oh, day. that was... You did that mope set. Yeah, you did the yeah, mope yeah. set. It was great. Yeah, oh, that fucking... Did you go to Jughead's thing? I only like went to the St. The... Louis thing. I didn't go to Chicago. Oh, okay. well, the St. Okay. Louis thing yeah. was like two two or three days before. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, that was fun. I was surprised, though. I hadn't seen you in a while, and your hair was like really long. I was like, holy shit, that's B-Face. Oh, oh it, yeah. It it had it comes and goes Yeah. <laughs> over the year. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 
All right, man. Well, thanks so much for joining us again, B-Face. It's always a pleasure for us to talk to you, man. You're, you're one of our guys, you know, one of our Dude, uh, heroes. Dude, anytime. Cool, man. Thanks. And thanks again yeah, for the awesome t-shirt art. Really do appreciate yeah. that, man. Yep. All good, dude. That was fun to do. Cool. All I right. Well, rip. well, thanks again, B-Face, and have a great night, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Right. You too. Okay, thanks, guys. All right. See you later, man. Bye. Okay, bye. All right, man. How fun was that? That was pretty cool, man. You know? Yeah, B-Face, is, uh, he's a fucking repeat offender on the dummy room. Yeah, that in and of itself is fucking cool to me, you know? Yeah, it's so, it's so crazy because, you know, when I was in high school, he was, you know, he was kind of like a fucking celebrity to me. Yeah, I mean, I looked at the queers as rock stars when I was in high school. For sure. I mean, he's, uh, you know, as far as, like, punk rock goes, he's one of the... I think more well-known bass players, probably the name, you know, but like, you know, name the, name the bass player in Pennywise <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or tell you. Bad Religion, mm, you know, name, know. uh, name the two bass players for the Ramones and name the bass player for the Queers, you know, it's fucking simple. Yeah. So he's, he's legend, man. Oh yeah, definitely a punk rock but legend. That was cool. It was super cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's and, going kind of long, so let's wrap it up. Yeah, the, that's it, man. So uh, happy <laughs> birthday to us. Yep, happy birthday, dude. And um, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Yep, take care. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Dummy Room. We appreciate it. Meet us back here next week for another fun episode. Bye-bye. Y-R-O-O-M